0: Whether it's taking care of family... Mikey, stop harassing your sister. Climbing the corporate ladder. Yes, yes, yes. We need to create a new spreadsheet for the project. I know, I know. Or even taking care of loved ones. I'm here for you, Mom. You have to put you first. It's the Know You First podcast with host Amanda Smith.
1: Hey, you all, it's your girl, Amanda Smith, host of the Know You First podcast and ringing in episode 14, Still I Shine. This show will be the anchor for those people whose life is really trying it right now. I mean, whatever you may be going through, please know that for one, it is just temporary. Even if you do not see an end to the madness, this too shall pass. And I'm really going to need you to trust me on this one. And two, I want you to take your selfish moments. Hello, which you should know all about from listening to this first season. This is your selfish time. Do the internal work that keeps your mind at ease and gives you joys and alleviates stress and refuel your body and your environment with nothing but positive and uplifting vibes and people. OK, check the people who are around you and Do not beat yourself up if you fall short on any number of these things because it is a process, there are levels to it, and it's going to take a lot of time and much discipline. On this week's show, we're going to tackle adversity and setbacks because just like the amazing times of our lives where life blesses us with occasionally here and there, uh, there will also be challenges. So make sure you listen through each segment, spotlight, guest interviews, and the word to get your weekly dose of nothing but uplifting thoughts and motivation. So let's go. The Spotlight. The month of May has been hot and heavy, and we're not going to stop now. This week's spotlight is none other than one of my absolute faves. Another BFF in my head. (laughs) The talented, beautiful, and leave you in stitches Issa ray who has transformed her career into a multi-billion dollar brand this la native recently launched hooray media don't you love how she did that hooray isa ray <laughs> brilliant she launched this media company which will house her company's film television music management and more if you all remember i totally remember from her youtube web series the misadventures of an awkward black girl Loved it to death. Super excited when she got into the mainstream. Um, But from there to numerous business startups and now Emmy nominated producer, you simply just cannot keep up with her awesomeness. She just doesn't stop. And she's the epitome for going for what you want despite the odds. So join me in celebrating Issa Rae and go check out her latest projects which are ever evolving and constantly brewing.
0: Exclusive guest interviews.
1: There comes a time when you look around at your life and you realize that something has got to change for a better outcome. But for many, that's easier said than done. For me, that's easier said than done. My special guest this week is Sunny in the City. Super, super excited to have her on the show. Super excited to share some of her awesomeness with you all she is simply a ray of sunshine and the biggest sweetheart you'll ever meet she is radio personality author for one of dc's hottest radio stations who will share her personal story of overcoming poverty and hunger and an escape from a refugee camp to seek a more fulfilling life and opportunity we will also hear from some of her selfish moments as she explains the mind shift that she had to take to shine amidst the turmoil around her. Without further ado, Sunny in the city. How the heck are you doing?
2: (laughs) I'm, uh, (laughs) you know, it's so weird because I feel, I feel bad saying that I'm doing really well because, you know, so many people aren't. And, you know, this past year has been incredibly hard for so many people. But for me personally, it's been like one of the best years I've had here, which is really crazy to say that in the middle of a pandemic, you know, so many really amazing things have happened to me personally. Um, so, you know, things are a little different, you know, I'm doing mid days, um, Back on middays because I started middays at PGC, um, you know I celebrated ten years at PGC this past January. And? Um, Yeah. Oh my I gosh! Sta- Where did sound start- go? <laughs> <laughs> I started. Yeah, I started January eighteenth, two thousand eleven. So what? ten years. That's crazy. Um, you know, the book is doing well. Um, you know, I just got my real estate company off the ground. Um, so it's just, you know, it's just so many things going on. So it's just, uh, you know, it's it's a lot, but I'm I'm loving every bit of it.
1: Well, well, you mentioned the book, so I think that's a really good segue. And I know that you published a book, Still I Shine in Mm -hmm. 2019. I will, I want to say it was the top of 2019, January. Yeah. And we'll love to kind of hear your motivation behind the book and what you were hoping to accomplish with that.
2: Yeah, I always uh, joke around that, you know, when I (laughs) when I thought about writing my book, I did it because my friends were like, you need to write a book because we're tired of hearing your stories. (laughs) Um, We'll
1: nudge you every now and again. We need friends like that.
2: (laughs) Yeah, they're like, you know, we we know your story and, and you share it with us so much and with other people. But we really think you should put it in writing so it's official that it's there. People can read it. And that's what I did. I just wanted to share my story because, you know, for so long when I first came to America, You know, I never wanted to talk about where I was from or the things that I have been through. You know, I was a teenager. I came here at 13 at such a crucial age. And all I wanted to do was be, you know, a badass American teenager and, you know, just once I, you know, once I started growing up and growing older, I realized just how it really shaped who I was, or who I am. And I was like, you know, this needs to be in a book and people really need to read uh, this really incredible story.
1: Yeah. And, and an incredible story it is. And you reveal a lot and you're pretty transparent about your journey to America yeah. and the things that you had to endure, you and your family, which were some very scary moments for you. Yeah, um, And, you know, one of the things that we do here in the Know You First podcast is we talk about what I like to refer to as selfish moments, um, mm-hmm. the moments where, you know, you just had to focus inward. You just really had to just declutter your life, declutter your mind, and figure out, you figure out personally how you are going to get over whatever it is you're getting over. Mm-hmm. And if you would like to relate it to the book or something more personal, would love to hear your selfish moment, um, uh, for yeah. our audience here.
2: Yeah. Oh, you know, I, I'm in a constant <laughs> moment of trying to talk to myself and making sure that I stay the course. I always talk about moments where, um, you know if once you read my book you'll you'll see so many different parts of my life like so many different levels it seems like i've lived 20 different lives and you know i had to there are times when i have to talk to myself as a little girl because when i was growing up i was the the little girl who helped my family who went and got food who went and got clothes and got water and i ran around the refugee camps and i knew all the hookups and i knew where the food drops were and like i was that girl yes. and i was so fearless and i was so um like i was i was such a grown up at such a small you know such a young age and later on in life when i came to america and i had all of these i had so much more than I did before, but I was still complaining. And I know times were hard, but I was still, you know, uh, complaining. I had to check myself and I had to say, where was she? You Mm -hmm. know, she was so... She was never down. Like she was so ambitious and she was so happy all the time because we were in survival mode and you were just this happy child that took care of your family. But here you are in America, you have all these things and now you're complaining. And, you know, so I always have to talk to myself in third person and I have to talk to myself as her and trying to find her at this age.
0: We'll have more with our guest on the Know You First podcast with host Amanda Smith. And we're back on the Know You First podcast with host Amanda Smith. We're so fearless when
1: we're young, though, right? Yeah. And even having to go through that, I feel Mm -hmm. like, you know, we, you know, as we get older, you know, self-doubt comes into play and we're much more fearful of taking on things that we want to do in life. And you yeah. know, when we're younger, we're just like, whatever, I want to just yeah. you know, free the world. <laughs> so, And I think everyone should do that. I think
2: that you have to find your younger self and really mm. see where that young person went, like that spirit, like that soul, like where is she at today? Yeah. Like, what would she do in your position? Because like you said, we're so fliss when we're younger. And as we get older, we just complain about so many things that don't even really matter, you know? So absolutely.
1: Well, I would love to hear how Sunny in the City balances family and career mm-hmm. and find some time for yourself and your own personal care. You know, when you look, when we look at your social media handles, <laughs> <laughs> which looks amazing, we know that took some work, you know? Yeah, we, we, yeah. That's what we do all the time when we see others on, you know, social media has done the, it's like the necessary evil, yeah. but it has done this, um, to us where, you know, things look so grandeur when you mm-hmm. see it on the, on the computers and on our phones, um, but we know that we're all a working progress, mm-hmm. and I know that, you know, I don't care where you are in the world or who you are, there's something that you're doing for your personal growth, and I would mm-hmm. love to just hear how you're balancing it all.
2: <laughs> yeah, um, you know, I am a... <laughs> I am a scheduler. I am always on time, everything, you know, and I'm working on that. And I'm, and I know it's like a good thing to, to have things scheduled and have my little to-do list and making sure everything gets done. Um, but you know, I'm learning to just kind of like, let myself be a little bit more. I think that I hope that people that see my social media realize that, you know, we all just show our highlights you know, and a lot of that stuff is just highlights of our day and it takes a second to post that, but everybody's going through something. So, you know, for me, I, you know, my friends are my family. I've always lived away from my family. So I spend time with my friends, Um, you know, me and my boyfriend will just, you know, have Sundays. We just watch TV. We don't do much things like that. Like disconnect. I'm trying to do, you know, weekends disconnect from social media, especially Twitter. Cause that's where Especially all the your role,
1: like you're in media, <laughs> like that's your, that's you 24 seven. So I can imagine you yeah. want to just be like enough on the weekend. Yeah.
2: Twitter is like where information comes at you very fast and it's so much. So on Fridays when I leave work at two, I usually don't do Twitter until Monday. Um, Instagram is a little different cause it's a lot, a lot more personal and it's, you know, pretty pictures and I want to see what everybody's doing for the weekend, but Twitter. Yeah. So, uh, you know, just taking time for myself. Uh, I think I'm pretty good at balancing a lot. I like to be busy. I feel that when I'm not busy, I feel like I'm not doing enough, yeah. which is also
1: like a really bad trait. Like you shouldn't same. feel
2: like that. I'm the um, same
1: exact way. Like yeah. I know I, I have, a, I'm easily distracted and I'm always like, Ooh, shiny new object, you know? <laughs> yeah. And <laughs> to, it, to my like- default, <laughs> You have to, you feel
2: like if you're not doing so much that you're not doing enough. And, you know, I've, I've tried to live by stop half-assing a lot of stuff, Mm -hmm. focus Mm -hmm. on a couple of things that you really like to do or that you're really good at and just focus on that. Stop doing so many things and just like doing it halfway.
1: Well, look, we all come into this time where we have, I call it the complacent bubble, um, Mm -hmm. where we're just like, you know, good with our routines, we're comfortable in our settings, but we know when we need to level up or getting to that next level, um, there's mm-hmm. going to be some breaking out of that complacent bubble that we all have to do. And yeah. I want to know what you do, Sunny, when you feel like you're kind of stuck in a rut and you've got to get yourself over that edge. Um, yeah. because you know, life doesn't stop, you know, it's, this a competitive environment that we're in. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just really love to hear what you're doing to kind of keep your motivation up.
2: Yeah. Well, honestly, for me, you know, radio is very, very competitive. Uh, you know, when you think about it, there's only a handful of, handful of us that have this job. So yeah. um and it and it's a very stressful job because you know if people don't like you and after a while people just are not rocking with you you don't have a job mm-hmm. and it's so having that in the back of your head it's very stressful every single day and i think for me what actually made me want to launch other careers and um you know be interested in other things is because i'm like you need to figure out something that you really like that you're interested in and that you can do outside of radio and having, especially for women, having multiple, multiple streams of income or figuring out a way to turn your passion into a profitable business is a way to go nowadays, just because you just never know what can happen. I think the pandemic has taught us that. Um, So for me, it's always been uh, in the back of my mind. And I'm, for me to get over that hurdle, I'm just kind of like, okay, figure out what you like to do, figure out how to make that into a profitable business or figure out a way to figure something out because you just yeah. don't know. Radio is uh, is uh, definitely, uh, it's a scary business.
1: Sure. It's fun. Yes. but <laughs> yes. I, I can only imagine, I've, you know, I have not worked in media. I am married to a man that w- has worked in media for a very long time and I hear yeah. the stories. Um, so I, I def- definitely get it. But I like what you say about kind of keeping your eyes on that long-term goal. You know, if mm-hmm. you kind of have something in mind that you want, when these other little things come into play that kind of derail you, you have that to kind of fall back on. Cause it's not easy. I mean, it's not easy. And you're in a tough market too. So it's oh just, yeah. Like, I mean, DC, you're at the belly of the beast, right? Yeah. So. It's
2: I mean, it's amazing, you know, um this upcoming Wait, uh, 2020. Oh, I just passed this. So it was uh 18 years of radio for me. Oh this my past, gosh! This past October, and you know, being in Washington D.C., such it's a huge honor and a privilege to be here. You know, it's top ten market. It's the nation's capital, yes. and you know, it's just one of those. Like, I'm so happy to be here. But at the end of the day, um, you know, I'll have to make sure that I take care of me and my family. That's right. And you know, nowadays you can create a business out of so much. Yeah, we have social media. So I'm just like, ladies, figure out your passions and figure out how to make money from it.
1: That's right. Absolutely. The tools are here. The tools are here. So I am a big quote person. I I have a lot of quotes and I collect quotes and I, you know, Mm. when people share quotes with me, you know, I'm that mantra person because I am easily distracted. I need those affirmations around me to kind of keep me going or I'll be like, God knows where. So Mm. uh, (laughs) I would love if you could share, um, Maybe a quote, um, maybe a, a mantra or something that you do to help, again, keep you going. And I, you know, yeah. I hear I hear all sorts of quotes all the time. It doesn't matter how basic it is. You know, I just love to hear what inspires yeah. you. OK,
2: so I have a quote. I always say I saw it online many years ago and I'm not saying it's mine because my friends are like, we've never heard anybody say this except you. <laughs> And somebody said, if, if you're not poor enough to receive charity, then you're rich enough to give it. Ooh, love that. And I took it as, you know, it's Mm. not, they're they're not speaking of money. They're saying we all have something to offer to someone. So whether it's sharing our experience, what, you know, I always say how, when I was growing up, I used to see these lawyers on TV, right? And they would be like, "Call me because I can get you, you know, And that's the idea of what I thought a lawyer was. And I used to say, "I would never want to be that. Look at them. They're like begging people for business, and they're on here just being like scammy. And then I remember later on, I have a lot of lawyer friends. but I met these really fabulous women in New York, and they were all attorneys. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, "Oh my God." And they were dressed and and, and I said, if I met them when I was a teenager, I would have been a lawyer.
1: Yes. Because yeah. they
2: I saw them and what they were doing and I thought it was the most amazing. I said, look at these powerful women. Right. So that's what they say. Like you have like representation and and seeing people and being able to get advice and being able to have someone say hey this is what i do this is how i got there so maybe that you don't have to go through that like we all have something to offer to someone it's That's an right. whether it's an inspiration uh, uh you know a a quote uh, a word um you know a direction a email a connection let me connect you let me you know Introduction, like we all have something that can help someone else. And when I read that yeah. quote, I never thought about money. I thought about that. If you're not poor enough to receive charity, then you're rich enough to give it, which means if you're not looking for it or you don't need it right now, then you probably have something to give to somebody else.
1: I love that. And the reason I love that. I find that really beautiful. Um, I have not heard that before, but I like it because uh, one of the reasons why I even started this podcast is because we were all trying to figure out this crazy, unique moment of time Mm -hmm. I was hearing stories from other people and I was sharing my stories with other folks I knew that if I created a platform where I'd be able to share these stories we could in fact help others and we couldn't in Mm -hmm. fact inspire others and the biggest thing of all I knew that I was not alone going through a lot of this craziness you know what I mean Mm -hmm. I had other people either my work colleagues or people in my family or my friends we are going through some similar issues. And as we started talking about that, I was like, okay, well, you know, I never tried that. Or, you know, oh, that's a good Mm -hmm. idea there. And so what you you just shared about, you know, we all have something to give, we all have something to learn, is exactly why I created this platform. Mm -hmm. And I'm glad you shared that quote because it's completely aligned with what we're trying to do here. Yeah. Yeah,
2: I'm not taking credit for it because I promise I found it online. (laughs) And I don't know, I I use it all the time. It's just like, it's my thing. I just really, I get it. I, I know what they're trying to say.
1: Well, look, Sunny, uh, with that said, you know, I can hold you hostage all day, but I'm not (laughs) going to do that. I know you're very busy. Um, I just want to say thank you so much for always supporting every time, you know, when I was in Alliance for Women in Media and I needed something or someone or just (laughs) whatever, you know, you always had supported. And I do appreciate that because, you know, um, that's what I think we should be doing. The crab in the Mm -hmm. basket syndrome is just not working. It hasn't been working for a very long time. And I just yeah. really appreciate you always kind of lending yourself to to the cause and, and to the work that I'm doing. So thank you. Oh,
2: thank you for having me. Yeah, you know, I'm I always say I'm always an email away. I know. I'm not <laughs> and she really I, is. And I'm
1: so, so grateful for that. <laughs> I'm always here. <laughs>
0: awesome. The word. The word
1: This week's The Word is very simple in terms of words, but very complex. And this quote comes from Steve Maraboli, business life coach, speaker and podcaster who regularly speaks on the science of influence and leadership. His quote is the following. Stay close to the people who feel like sunshine. Excellent, right? So why? Their radiance alone will permeate outward and allow you to shine as well. Now, guys, I know you already know this. I know you already know this, but it doesn't hurt to have a friendly reminder. And that's just what I do. (laughs) Till next time, right here, y'all know where to go. It's Amanda Smith, y'all, on
0: the Know You First podcast. Executive producer and host, Amanda Smith. Sound engineer is Rashad Smith. Music by Motion Array. Know You First podcast is published by WaveSync Media.